yeah i mean i mean there is no more pleasant sound of like a whole song that's really capoed at the f <laughs> you know the, the you know the f chord is such a pleasant chord to center your fucking song around right i love your filter because it looks like you're talking up like a skunk's ass <laughs> <laughs> no um, the trouble with tribbles dude i'm gonna get a furby uh a computer face you know or a furby i'm gonna rip his face out i'm gonna put him right here so it's looked like my microphone's a furby go for it man well it was really for the telescopic you know microphone that you have right and uh because i didn't want it to look exactly like your mic you know so because this is really long that's why it's all bunched up like i like you know look look how long this bitch is see but you know, look now it's all. Oh, no, I'll leave it. Yeah, yeah, that's, much <laughs> that's better. even better. Yeah. It's all poofy. I like it. True representation, right there. <clears throat> Fuck yeah, huge and limp. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> no, there we go. Yeah, there, yeah, Jansen. <laughs> hey guys, I can't even there. see your face the whole show. Yeah, I'm a fucking Wilson from fucking. <laughs> you and I should go live, or do we have things that we got to talk about first? Um, I'm the Wilson of podcasting now. I think we're good, right? Okay. Yo, check it out, guys. I got my Beat Studio 3s. Oh, oh he's fancy boy now. Fuck yeah. Did you, the, did you get your Chinese knockoffs? Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. The new ass show is hysterical. How yeah, much were is. those on, uh, on Wish, bro? Uh, it was uh, it was it was a dollar eighty six, six dollars shipping. But you know, I had six hundred points from the two vibrators I got, Missy, and um, and uh, I'd like to think he's joking, but he's probably not. No, he's not. <laughs> one red and one blue for the dark side and the light side of the force. Always blue. I don't know why. That's I would never story. buy a dildo off Wish. She likes that. Can you imagine? Like Saving you money. You never buy a dildo off Wish. I buy if I were to buy a dildo, off Wish too, man. Who hasn't bought a dildo? But you don't buy it off Wish. Yeah. Well, where I've do you never know? bought a dildo, I, Phoenix? Dude, Phoenix I bought a dildo for this for the specific person <laughs> of pulling it. Purpose of pulling a dent. We. She wanted a dent out of her car, so she went and bought a dildo. <laughs> I used it to pull the dent out of the car. It's one of those that, like <laughs> suction cups to the ground. That's that's some oh, strong oh, suction. No, no, it wasn't a dildo. It was one of those, you know, uh, you can stick it anywhere type uh, Johns. And and Phoenix shoves his cock in it, and it like sucks it like man automatically. Like I, not that I have one coming soon, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I know all about it. Okay, man, this wholesome content. Anyway, welcome to the live show, people. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everybody! Hey, and if you're tuning live? in to me, by are the we live? <laughs> this is the shit you're not going to get on Tom Elliott's channel. Yeah, we are live. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I mean, oh oh. Remember that part where I said, "Is it okay if I go live? Are we ready oh, yet, or do we need oh, to talk careful. about stuff?" Oh flippity floop! <laughs> and then you just went off on a tirade about dildos and dents. No, it's important. You're right. It is. Anyway, it's important things to matter. <laughs> um, are we ready to start talking about the Who of You? I have one quick little announcement. I have not put any content out the last couple of days because I've been fighting noise pollution in my neighborhood. So I apologize. There'll be a barrage of content coming out later in the week for people to watch my channel. Okay, what, now. What statue do you live near? What's that? What statue do you live near? <laughs> statue? 
Never mind. Oh, I, yeah, you lost me. <laughs> I think he's thinking he's that someone all the statues that keep getting pulled down. Someone pulled down your Confederate statue near you in, oh, in Florida. No, no. Uh, power washing for eight <clears throat> hours, followed by landscapers and at hammering. nine a.m. Oh my god, hammering and bandsaws. <laughs> yeah, well, during the times when I normally record, during shit, normal yeah. people work and shit. <laughs> trying to say I'm not normal. Doesn't say I work. I record if shit. It was Seven a.m. I could see you having a gripe. But 9 a.m., I don't. You don't have a leg to stand on here. <laughs> I don't think he's complaining. He's just explaining. I'm just explaining. <laughs> it's 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 hard to tell. I what didn't the- go to jail today, so I mean, I exercised all kinds of restraint, and I I understood the plight that was put in front of me. Attacked yeah. the guy with his own blower. Not yet. Nice word though. Plight. So far, it is the word of the day. I'm sure it'll get you know. Uh, it'll get spicier as the night goes on. Oh, but also I want to yeah, apologize if I'm operating at 25 percent. It's because I haven't had any sleep in like three oh, days. So. Yep. 25 percent. So, <laughs> so he's five percent more than we ever saw him. This is going to be. Yep. Great. Oh, God. <laughs> I got a word of the day. What's up? Shut up, Frank. That's three words. And uh, it's one today. OK, that makes no sense. And by the way, if you're following, you can buy the official Shut Up Frank t-shirt on uh, no. LIWstudios.com. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I did not sign off on a shirt with my fucking head on it. Not so yet. So us, dude. You, we're, we're when, gonna... you, when you find out how much it sells, you might think otherwise. I want 100% proceeds to go to my favorite charity. No. My no, bank this, account. This is all for charity. It's for a good cause, Frank. Yeah, all, yeah, all the money goes to money. the... Production of LIW Studios. Stop buying I dildos. I need money. It's, it's going it goes right into Frank's all, annual all dildo budget. Goes, all the money goes to research and technology and developing sound bites. <laughs> <laughs> and poofs. Yeah. All right. Let's start. Go. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW The Twilight Zone Review. I'm the sexy Phoenix West, joined by Frank Lynx. Adam Wilcox and Jansen Carlin. This is episode 178 of the podcast and episode 3 of season 2 of the Twitter Zone. The episode is titled The Who of You. It debuted June 25th, 2020. Let our stupid podcast begin in 3, 2, 1. Take it away, assholes. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Ordering in Wonderlands, the Twilight Zone review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Frank? Not plugged in. Chill. Frank. 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 <laughs> this is a professional show. <laughs> we will act accordingly. All right, we're scrapping it for tonight. I was going to start the intro. Um, the the as the robot announced, the who of you? Sorry, I, I forgot to plug it in. Down, everybody down. All right. Okay, stay calm. I'll go home tonight. Everybody calm down. Okay. All right. That's right. Give me the back. Give me the back. 
me. It's me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Thank you. Up until now, he's failed to realize that he's not the center of the world. But, as you can see, he's also not entirely himself at the moment. Harry's mind is an uninvited guest in an unfamiliar body. He's about to go on a journey of self-discovery, the kind that's only possible here in the Twilight Zone. All right, that was interesting. We're here. We're, yeah. we're talking. No, you're fine. The who of you. Um, how do we want to start today? Because today is kind of a, a unique episode where I don't have a, a single negative thing to say about it. I, and I'm in a weird spot. What do we do? I loved, it. I loved it's it. My, yeah, it's my favorite episode so far. Yeah. Agreed. Oh my God. Do we all agree? Yeah, I was just going to say that I, I've seen all of Twilight Zone, the new Twilight Zone in its entirety. I watched season two first, followed by season one. And this episode so far is my favorite out of everything that I've seen. It feels right, like twi- it feels like classic Twilight Zone. It gives me hope. Cool, cool. So I guess the only thing left to do is a uh... plug time. Jensen wishes to plug. Oh, so I guess we should. I just looked at the clock. We only got a couple minutes. Um, yeah, Adam, I completely agree. Uh, on on Twitter, the on LAW the TZ Review Twitter, I did a 2019-2020 poll, and the winner was Nightmare at Thirty Thousand Feet, which was my was my favorite episode so far. This one, uh, I, I, real close for me. I don't know. Maybe this one. This one was better. There's I some still, reasons why. I still like Nightmare at Thirty Thousand Feet better, only because it resonates more for me. But this one was was top notch. This one was pure Twilight Zone. Adam, go ahead. I'm sorry. But... Yeah, no, it it, it is. I, uh, now, the name of the actor again, one more time. That that's the the main guy that that you want to like uh, fellatio there. Phoenix. Ethan Ethan Embry. Ethan Embry. Uh, this is like one of those roles that actors live for, and I think what I like about it is this is a, an episode about actors acting, pretending to be somebody else by actually being somebody else and playing multiple roles at the same time. It's like actors live for this shit. Which should have and been really cheesy. It, it should yes. that, that that premise alone, the fact that he's an actor, should have been like too over the top. Where you're like, I get it, he's an actor. He literally has to be other people, but it works. They make it work, and I didn't really second guess it. I didn't predict anything. I, I, I was surprised at every turn. Uh, <laughs> okay, fine. Hey, <laughs> so, so then the episode. Oh. No, the reason why I'm Ra- saying Ra- Ra- Dragons Radio. Yep. Dot com. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, uh, DX Don Mega wanted to thank uh, Jansen for plugging his website so much lately. Oh, nice. Yep. Yep. Uh, but uh, by the way, um, so Jansen's we- muted. By the way. Yeah. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> anyway, <You're> welcome. <laughs> okay, so. The reason why this I think this is the best one so far is a I I had no idea where this was going right up to the end, and then I I thought the reveal of what the secret was was great. That's not giving anything away too much too too soon, 
and you know great twist is in it and it's what i always say about the twilight zone rod serling was a a, a madman nut nutcase with his writing you know if you would just read it like not an actor but it's the actors who brought his nutbag scripts to life you know what i mean yeah and uh it, you know with some of the greatest episodes you know if you take them at face value and take the acting away it, this is ramblings of a, of a of a of a madman but we certainly aren't hearing uh, that right now yes huh huh <laughs> Yes, yeah, exactly. Let the man say his piece. <laughs> right. So, you know, like this guy, great, great acting, you know, how, you know, he, he was Lance instead of Lance. I, I don't know why he was Lance. And whenever somebody heard Lance, they immediately didn't say Lance. I thought that was strange. It's but Lance. I think they might have been alluding to that he was a pretentious actor. Fair enough. Are you, so, talking, are you talking about Officer Lance? Was it Luntz? Yeah, his name is Luntz. Oh, I just Luntz, thought... Yeah, Luntz is the name of the cop. Yeah. I thought he was oh, right. weird. No, no. Great but... Adam. I love that. I always say it. Sorry. But anyway. Um, but yeah, like uh, the acting of this episode uh, basically made it great. I, I thought. Like it, this, this episode could have been dog shit if the acting was bad. Yeah, the... Uh... The last season, so let's, let's compare it to season one. Episode one, episode two, I really enjoyed. Adam, you didn't like the comedian, but I liked the comedian. I really liked 30,000 Feet. And then we get to Replay, which I thought was an episode that could have went good, but they just went a little too on the nose for it. Uh, well, way too on the nose for it, let's be honest. And this, so this was the benchmark I was at here. I go, third episode in, let's see if they start putting in their Twitter zone bullshit. And then they do this, and I'm like, Oh, this is my favorite one so far, and I felt like I was wrong. <laughs> so I'm sitting there watching it, like, no, no, it's gonna, it's gonna fall apart here soon. And I'm like, oh no, it's, I still enjoy it. And it gets to the end, I'm like, oh, I enjoyed the whole thing. That was weird. Yeah, and it, it actually has a good ending, and you're like, uh, what? Yeah, three for What's three. Happened? Well, that's that's why I'm glad I started season two because I, I wanted to turn off this bullshit after like the first episode and a half, and I'm like, oh, this this is just really not good. And then I watched this one, I'm like, oh. Did I just actually like something new? Am I no longer a boomer now? I'm enjoying new shit. You know, it was well written, well acted, fun. Didn't take itself too seriously. It was kind of slightly self aware. It had a little bit of a message, but also kept going. Yeah, exactly. Um, Jansen's gonna take off for a minute here. He has some computer problems. If you're stream, if you're looking at my side here, unfortunately, I have to stream the whole page, so you'll see Jansen's chat in the right. But um. Yeah, this episode, I thought I liked the first episode the best. I was like, we're not going to get any better than that. This is going to be the benchmark. And episode two came out, and I was like, eh, that's good, not great. And then this one, I was like, holy shit, is the whole season going to be good? And then we got to episode four, which we'll talk about next. But let's stay with this one. Um, <laughs> let's just stay with this one as yeah. long as let's, we possibly let's can. Let's live here as long as we can. <laughs> just, let's go through the plot. Just... You, you got something here, just more of it, please. Yeah, exactly. Ethan Embry, who I've I've been like obsessed with since I was a kid, because he's in a movie called Dutch. Which, uh, yeah, I'd suck his dick. And, oh, that was him. Yeah, that was little. It was he had a, he had a wow. different last name when he was a kid actor. I forget what it was, but he was such a dick when he was a yeah, kid. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. But he looked just like me when I was a kid, so I liked him. Me too. And, uh, 
fat so, and just annoying. And uh, he's in that movie. Um, and then he's fine. And then later on, he's in like uh, he's in some other movies like Vegas Vacation. He plays Rusty. And then um, Can't Hardly oh, Wait. Oh, that's that's where I've seen this guy. Before. He's the main okay. character in Can't Hardly Wait, which I love. And then he's in a bunch of you know, he's in a ton of stuff. Uh, I like him. He was Rusty in Vegas Vacation. Yeah, he's the one that won that's all the cars. That's where I've seen him before. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. he, he let himself go. I guess. I, I mean, I mean, he put a dollar and he got a car. He put a dollar and he got a car. He put a dollar and he got a car. He put a dollar and he got a car. I mean, and then he just ate himself. Into... I, I love when he does that in that in that movie when he's like, "Put a dollar and get a car." He does the whole thing. But um, it's one of the few good things about Vegas Vacation and the damn thing. That's fun. Where's the damn damn tour? <laughs> um, but so in this episode, he starts off with his audition. He, he's got the little camcorder there, and he's like, he recognizes John, the the hiring agent. He's like, hey, John, nice to see you again. He's like, I don't know who the fuck you are, man. Let's hurry up. And he wants to <laughs> he wants to do a bigger role. The guy won't let him. And then he starts reading for this one guy. And then he goes home, starts drinking a beer. He's there with his girlfriend, who's clearly pissed off at him. Drinking uh, beer. Drinking beer. And uh, they have a really nice apartment. Looks like a big studio. And they, I think it's the same studio from a couple other episodes I recognized in the season. The same set, but the power gets shut off. Studio. What? It's a studio in a studio. Yeah, it's a studio studio. But the power gets shut off. Actors. New studio. I I was at this point. I was. Don't ever do that again. I was really upset. (laughs) That song sucks. The uh, the beginning. I was really. I was concerned because I was like, oh, it's an actor. He doesn't get a role. Power gets shot off. The girlfriend's mad at him. I'm like, this is so cliche. When's the last time you guys' power was shot off for non-payment? Never. Never. Really? You guys haven't lived. Adam, go ahead. I had it happen once. Yeah, I had it happen once. No yeah. problem. Yeah. No, it's a it's about the most degrading moment of. of yep. No, I, I had that happen, and I actually had it out for about a week. Yeah, uh, that's fun. I Rock was, bottom, baby. Rock bottom. Now you hear, yeah. and and yeah, like normally when it happens, you're like, you know, there I have to change things. <laughs> There's things in my life I have to change. Yeah, me too. Let's go rob a bank. But yeah, exactly. And that's no, what he I, gets out of this. They have a conversation. They have a conversation with a, with his girlfriend, and she's like, "I'm not mad. I just want you to stop, like, actually communicate with me." And he's like, "This is about money, isn't it?" And she's like, "No." It's about communication, and you're jealous of my success or something like that. Which, if she's so successful, why isn't the power paid? I have no idea. But I thought the same thing. Yeah. And isn't she gets some front? Never mind. No. Yeah. Come on, Frank. <laughs> no. Maybe he's tricking her out. I would. Yeah. It's fair. I mean, and he's I mean, jealous. Her, like that was my first thought when I saw her. Like, you know, if I was with that chick, I would definitely be pimping her on the on the corner her name is carmel amit or meat however you pronounce that last name but her first name is carmel i would give her the meat oh god damn you're fucking funny frank meat carmel what a meat i earned that anyway um <laughs> I, w- I won't play the clip but we all know what i'm gonna play so the uh the episode he decides he's going to go rob a bank. And he does so by going, you know, I'm going to show my whole fucking face walking into this place and look at the security guard, the cop, or whatever the hell he is, and just go, hey, what's up? <clears throat> anyway, uh, <clears throat> I, 
Give me all your money. <laughs> like, this guy's a fucking idiot. I like how before he goes into the bank, this is when I started really getting into it. He's like, I went to Juilliard. I can handle this. <laughs> yeah. I went to Juilliard. I can I can rob a bank. Yeah, and I was just like, like, what does going to the to, to the mini putt putt have anything to do with that? Right. Frank, do you know what Juilliard Shut is? Shut up, Frank. Yeah, there's a Juilliard uh, driving range down the street. <laughs> so if you live in the South Jersey area, you got Frank's <laughs> joke. I made it up. Oh. There's, there's no driving range. So if yeah. you do live in the South Jersey area, you're still staring at, staring at Frank, waiting for an <laughs> apology. I, I, front lawn, hands down his shorts. I know what Juilliard <laughs> is, yeah. It was just a bad joke. Okay. Just checking. So that was, a, that was a good one. He starts to rob the bank. Both times. The uh, he he goes up to the to the teller, asks for the money. She pushes the panic button. Obviously, the security guard walks over, not with his gun, but with his banana in his hand. <laughs> that was funny, dude. And he sits over the banana, and then Ethan Ember is waving the gun around, and like, yes, everyone, calm down, everyone, calm down. And then he looks over at the teller, and then they like show the like. Uh, Reckon for a dream thing where they shoot up drugs. <laughs> Their pupils yeah. get all big and small. They do that thing with acid, yeah. And this was where I was like, "Oh, here we go." I did this thing. I was, I was like, "Oh no!" But instead, I was like, "Oh, they're switching bodies." Okay, I didn't know what the fuck was happening at first until she repeats the same line, like, "Give me the bag." Wait, and they switch bodies, and that's the whole premise of this episode. Yeah, it, and it was great. I thought, like, just. You know, there was no rhyme or reason behind him doing that. It's not like the money he had gave him the power because he could do it without holding the money. Yeah. So I didn't need a reason for him to be able to do it. It didn't matter. It's the Twilight Zone. That's exactly the the moment of his highest desperation. He he developed a mutant power that just happened to happen at the right time at the right moment in the Twilight Zone. I mean, yeah, exactly. There's so many episodes of Twilight Zone where shit happens. It's crazy. It's over the top, and you never know why. Like nervous man in a four dollar room. He gets at his lowest point. Suddenly, starts seeing himself in the mirror, talking to himself. It doesn't matter why. It's just it matters that it's happening. And so I was like, oh shit, this is happening. Okay. And immediately I was like, when they showed the body switch and she's in his body, and I was like, so if he does it again. Is it just a big fuck around where everyone's in the wrong body? But I, the, that's what I thought too. Yeah. What like, I, mean? I was trying to follow the logic. I'm like, the continuity is slightly askew here, you know, because if every time he, you know, it's it's weird who goes back into whose body when he does it, but then they switch, like, you know, and the kid, it's just like I don't know, but continuity, I thought it was continuity's fine. It's just. Yeah, the continuity is solved when they explain it, right? Because I mean, it's just anytime he switches bodies, yeah. that person goes to his body, and then that original Correct. person, the one that person goes back to their own body. Exactly. They reveal that slightly later, yeah, right, with the cop. It, it, yeah, it was, a, it was a bit like I, 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 you know, I watched it three times, so by the third time, I was like, okay, but like the first time, I was a little bit like, wait a minute, didn't? <laughs> so the second time when I watched, I'm like, oh, okay. Were you stoned the first two times? No, I haven't been stoned in a few weeks. Okay, I thought so they did a pretty good job explaining Frank's last what was... four brain cells. <laughs> I, I thought it was. I thought they did a pretty good job. Wow, what's that? With 
the second uh so in the confusion the teller who's actually ethan embry's character harry she goes to the back she gets in an argument with a co-worker when she realizes she's taking the money a cop walks in it's officer luntz and then they do another switch where she goes into she switches trace places with uh the cop and so then like they trade you know and they're just like back and forth and so harry is now in the cop's body the uh, teller is now back in her own body the cop is now in harry's body and now and i was like okay so they just go back in the original body once once harry the new person goes to harry's body and then it kicks out whoever was in there goes back to their body i got it right away but then the cop yeah. just takes the money it made for some great dialogue because the, the conversation will switch depending on whoever the hell he's exactly into recently this is did, like anybody did did like anybody figure out what the secret was when when officer lance or lance lance uh, lance lance yeah lance, officer lance 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 um lance link secret chimp sorry no go on <laughs> okay so uh yeah that's what i thought so you're asking, did anybody guess the secret? Um, oh, right, no. Right. Did you guess the secret when Lunch said it? I, 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 so let's let's just say we're going to spoil the episode. Obviously, um, yeah. the secret is we find out that his Harry's girlfriend, who was about to tell him in the beginning, she's like, "Stop! We have to have a conversation right now." She's about to tell him what's going on, but instead he leaves, which should be his downfall. But instead, this episode like rewards him in such a way where he has immortality, he gets a career, <laughs> and he keeps his girlfriend. Yeah. The secret is the cop is fucking Harry's girlfriend, and I was like, <laughs> when he saw the Harry in the in the lobby of the of the bank robbing the place, and he kind of looks at it, and I was like, in retrospect, I'm like, does he recognize him there? He must, because they have pictures up in their apartment, but. And I was yeah. never sure if he actually recognized him. Maybe she hides all the pictures when he's over because she feels guilty. Yeah, that's what I don't know. Every time I cheated, you know, with a chick that had a husband, I knew exactly what he looked like. I needed to just in case he came for yes, me. Yes, but you're assuming the chick told you she's married. What if this girl never said she had a boyfriend? They do that sometimes. But at the end, she says Harry's been gone all day. It's the last straw. So who knows? Uh, point is we don't know but that looking second time i watched it he, he gives him a look when he's on the ground getting arrested and i was like oh maybe he does know him maybe he does recognize him maybe that's well, why I mean, he's more invested in this than just a regular case i mean as soon as he found out where he was from you know which had to have been like i don't know minute five of being on the crime scene you know he had to have known where he was from, his address and everything. And he's like, oh, my God, that's so weird. I've been banging a chick at that, that address. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He had to pull up in his book. Like, who am I fucking at that address? If that guy, <laughs> if I were that guy, I'd fuck everybody. So he's I like, think it also that. plays to the development of that, that storyline, though, too, because, like, he's, you know, obviously somebody else is in his body he's in there interrogating him he's not giving this guy the time of day because hey this is just this fucking guy who's a washed up piece of shit i don't trust a word he says and so like it kind of plays to the strength of of the cop in that way i think i don't know what i'm trying to say i just think it was interesting that 
I think it lends itself towards that part of the story of he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. It's it, it's a simple story, but it's like it keeps getting better as time goes on. You know, it, it really does. It, it's like builds on. I think the better episodes of this series are when you forget you're watching the Twilight Zone. Exactly. You, you, yeah. feel, like, you feel like you're watching a movie like, oh, that's right. This is Twilight Zone. This Holy is a, fuck. this is a movie. This episode feels yeah. the most like a movie and it works on its own. I mean, it's the movie Fallen with Denzel Washington. But better. <laughs> but better. I, I like Fallen, but it's very yeah. similar to this, well, especially in that street scene when he's swapping bodies like left and right. Right, they kind of do that with this, but a little, a little more clever. Yeah, like, like just because it's like zoom in, zoom out. Hey, lady, and, and the audience gets it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, going off what you were saying, Adam, um, I do think, kind of Adam and Jansen, what you guys were saying, the episode does enough where it's it's kind of cliche, and you kind of think you know where it's going, but it does enough body switches. It doesn't do too many. It doesn't do too few. Mm-hmm. It does just the right amount where if it was way too many, we'd lose track. But we saw the aftermath. We saw him. The cop was like frustrated as hell because he had to keep starting over the conversation with someone new. Well, and it's not just it's just just how many that could confuse you. Right. It's about the clarity of the character that he's switching to, making sure that that character is a strong personality and they have certain traits that define them from the rest of the other ones. Right. Each character that he switches to is completely different from the last one. So it really helps to kind of set a timeline and and make it really simple to understand for anybody. One of my first surprises was the fact that the cop didn't. Yeah, <laughs> the cop believed him. Like mo- most time in these episodes, the cops like, "Are you crazy? I throw you in the drunk tank, I yeah. will." Yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm going yeah, at. Is it, yeah, <laughs> but he didn't. He didn't deal with yeah. any pirate cops. I, I mean, was that an Irish pirate? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was an Irish pirate, Frank. From the, <laughs> so I, I went to Juilliard. <laughs> He's got a potato leg. I pop up so, golfed. So, can... so if you went to Juilliard, you know what did you shoot on the ninth hole? <laughs> <laughs> let's call back a terrible joke irish uh, pirates <laughs> that windmill's a bitch <laughs> see that's the biggest hurdle for me halfway through the episode was the cop i'm ignoring then, you no. the cop trying to, the believability of the cop believing in the whatever the, the science or the the mystery of what's actually happening that he's switching bodies because mm-hmm. it'd be way too stupid if he's like you're switch bodies. Okay, I believe you. Let's go investigate. You know that'd be way too stupid. It'd be too stupid if he yeah. just ignored it till the end. But instead, he's, he's getting frustrated because the bodies yeah. keep switching when they're relevant to him. And that's when I started yeah. really getting into it. I'm like, I like where this is going, man. And they never threw out the line like he has multiple personality disorder. They never threw yeah. that out. He just kind of watches the person and he realizes. I think it might help that he knew the guy. He he must have known Harry and knows that he's not crazy. He's not. He doesn't have multiple personality disorder, so therefore he's like, "Okay, what the fuck is going on? This guy's not, not a good doing actor." Split, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he pretty much literally proved it to him. I mean, you know, like at that point, you know, with the him knowing the secret, you know, it's the only thing that Officer Luntz would know. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't. And, did you think he said what it was? Because he turned off the recorder and then we cut away. Well, if you if. You know, he's like, I know your secret. You know what I mean? And of course, he's going to hit the recorder off. That's, of course, he didn't know. I was he... scared for a minute that they weren't going to come back to that secret. I'm like, so sometimes they, they do that in shows. They, they start something and they don't finish Lost. it. Like kind of, yeah. Lost. I, yeah, really. I mean, I'm going to ask scared? you a direct question. Here's your answer. 
Anyway, so there's a there's an <laughs> island over here. Like, oh my god, just answer the fucking question. God. <laughs> god lost. Come on. Mystery boxes. Yay. So why? <laughs> god. Wait, wait, there's a whole nother set of survivors that were in the back of the plane led by Michelle Rodriguez. I know you're curious about the polar bears, but did I tell you about the others? Lost is like the EA of TV shows. It just gives you a bunch of shit you don't want <laughs> yeah. and nothing that you do want, and then it makes you pay for it. It makes you yeah. pay for the answers. People wonder why I don't want to watch it. Because like, oh, I know better. Because I don't want to do that to myself. Not yeah. yet. All Madden has to do is send us a patch with number changes and, and names on the back of jerseys. But, uh, but well, $80 game for, the, for, for that, yeah. Unless you get the the super edition, that gold edition they have every year, which is like $130. Which no, has... that's not the gold edition. That's the fuck you, your stupid edition. Yeah. That's what that is. Call of Duty, all the same. Yep. All the same. Yep. They should just start calling it the whale edition and leave it at that. Because that's exactly <laughs> what the fuck it is. It's like, let's <laughs> let's catch us some whales. The, Mo- the Moby Dick edition. Is, oh, are you, a, are you a cop now? <laughs> yeah. That was Irish weird. pirate cop. Okay. So, where are we? Um... He the cop he's in the cop's body starts he calls the girlfriend he's like hey bitch I'm your boyfriend she's like no bitch no you're not I'm gonna call the cops bitch and he's like all right bitch bye and then he walks away and he starts that's pretty much what I heard and he talks in the mirror and he's like he's like trying to talk he's like trying to talk like Ethan Embry does but instead he's like he gives up and he's like freeze he starts doing the cop thing (laughs) that's what I'm saying then he's realizing he's like this is the greatest role of all time yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the, the the episode had enough comedy where it wasn't a comedy, but I was laughing throughout because it kept yep. me invested. Because then he goes to a coffee shop, gets coffee, switches to the barista because some other cops are coming in that were looking for him. Throws the bag Wait, over, did, switches. Did anybody notice how he was like eyeballing the donuts though? Like all of a sudden he's like, man, I gotta sit in. I, I, I gotta <laughs> keep up presentations. Yeah. <laughs> but then the cops, he throws the bag over. The cops didn't see this, and the cops come in. And they're just like immediately like, hey, barista, stop. Give us that bag. And I'm like, how the fuck did you see all this so quickly? And I was getting a little frustrated first because I'm like, why don't you just stash that fucking bag somewhere and yeah, like, like eliminate a whole lot of problems? Yeah. If you got rid of that bag or, hey, a plastic bag, throw it in a right, fucking Walmart bag. Just put it in bag. a fucking garbage bag or something. Go to know? the 7-Eleven or Frank's Juilliard. I'm sure they have bags there to pick up the balls or something. Throw it in that and then you're fine. You don't have to worry a you lot. got money you could buy yourself a nice gym bag or a nice jan sport backpack or some shit like that you know or like hello kitty backpack whatever you know dude bowling ball bags are are underrated i mean there's so much room in those things when you don't have the bowling ball <laughs> he-man yeah. lunchbox you know human heads and shit two three four greg just said uh greg just said Eight heads and one yeah. bowling ball bag in a duffel no. bag. Shrunken heads. Joe, Joe, Pe- <laughs> Joe Pesci bag. movie. Yeah. Joe oh, Pesci. Found David found Spade. It. Found it, Phoenix. <laughs> found it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, man, our our uh, our podcast listeners are really missing out on some of this video <laughs> shit. <laughs> Greg just asked, uh, "Who would have known Juilliard has a bank robbing class?" Uh, uh, well, they don't because he, he was terrible at it. Yeah, I mean, he had a plastic gun, and when it fell, it broke. It was a prop gun. They from might a have movie. gotten it confused with the bank shot class. 
Well, Did not they? for nothing. I mean, even his fake gun would have outgunned the banana. <laughs> yeah, the, that banana did crack me up. The, the nanner. I don't know. Maybe he's allergic to bananas. Oh Man. shit! Yeah, the cop might have had an ace up his sleeve there. <laughs> I was just hoping it wasn't going to come back to some corny cliche where he slips on the fucking banana peel and then loses his power or something like that. Would that would have been thing. the best twist at the end if he just dies. He like gets fed a banana. How'd she get the power back on at the end? I don't yeah. think she had the power back on at the end. Did she? I don't know. I have to rewatch it for that. I don't remember seeing it. I think there was candles. Did we just find a plot hole in our favorite episode of the? Oh, she could have called in so far. She's what she's doing well. She could have called or asked him the cop for money because she's fucking the cop, which I don't blame her. Um, Man, like that's sort of like why is she broke when she's banging, you know, the head of police over there. I don't know because he, he looked like a young rock, actually, a young Dwayne Johnson. He's more handsome than a rock. I'm not disputing that. He looks more like Mario <laughs> Van Peebles. He does. He does. Yeah, look. he's he definitely do. a Van Peebles. He, he's a Van Peebles pe- people. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh God, where this is what we come to. Don't you play a clip? I can tell you're looking for one. Um, so <laughs> he switches outside. The cops chase him. He switches to a jogger. Who they keep saying like a well fit guy. And I'm like, that guy's kind of in shape. Yeah, he's average. <laughs> yeah. Then he runs away with the money. He goes into I was looking forward to because I knew Billy Porter's in this episode. He's from uh, American Horror Story. But he goes into Billy Porter's uh, like curio shop or something called Find Out Who You Really Are, Psychic Shop. He goes in there. And Keith, can I play Keith? I gotta play Keith. Yes, Keith Keith, Keith is great. Great yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um. What? Oh no, that's Lance saying about he's going to see Lance. L- whatever. Really got to label these things. Yeah, I know. No, you can just. He's gonna dead air. Look like he's cuddling his microphone right now. It looks like he's frozen. There he is. He's rubbing that. Stroke it to on the on his cheek. Stroke it to the right. I guess I don't. Take it to the limit. You want to find out? Are you a psychic? <laughs> I'm kidding. Harry. Welcome, Harry. Can you help me? Oh, I most certainly can. Do we have um, client confidentiality? (laughs) You ain't my client. Yet. Secrets are safe with me. I want to get a drink. I robbed the bank this morning. Oh, really? I edited it. What? Uh, Too late. Money? What do you mean? I don't know. Honestly, I I think my girlfriend is going to leave me. She she may be cheating on me. My career is, hell, it's a dumpster fire. And I, I can't afford our apartment. Did she... 
say she was going to leave you over money? She said it isn't about money. But you robbed a bank. Oh, it's still playing. Great. When people think things are about money, they're generally about something else. Mixed it. It's still playing. They're usually about how much empathy you have. Are you being generous? Are you just playing the whole scene? Look, this isn't even the crazy no, part. It's about. So why won't you look me in the eye then? <laughs> it's definitely a bad idea. You know, that's, uh, <clears throat> that's kind of the problem. So how are you doing there, Jensen? See, when I. I uh, doing good. I, I found out the, the, I, the power wasn't back on in the last scene. Oh. Well, it wasn't? Really? What okay. are you wearing? Candles? No candles, just daylight. Daylight? So he goes over the next day? By right. Calvin Klein? <laughs> it does sound like a fragrance. <laughs> so I just got the poll results on Twitter. I asked, uh, I do my MFK for every episode that we do, which is Mary Fuck Kill for the Who of You. I accidentally put an extra hour in there, but as of now, fuck is at 80%, and my, own, my vote is the only one for Mary. <laughs> Why am I the only Mary on there? I want to marry this episode. I would marry it, yeah. You're a romantic at heart. By the way, what, what, what was the final results of um, the season? Um, you know, seasons one through five, Paul. So, it was a uh, it was a long battle. Uh, it started off with 156 episodes, got whittled down, and uh, the the winner, drum roll. Oh, that was the weakest fucking. No, it wasn't a joke. Drum roll. The only drum I got was um, our second, my second favorite episode, which is uh, whatever that's called, the Absolute Man. <laughs> it narrowly beat uh, a stop at Willoughby, which I'm glad we don't have to talk about again because I have like, nothing else to say about that episode. Phoenix, I thought it was illusions. So we get to we get to hear Frank doing that, unfortunately. So eventually we're gonna get around to that, guys. We're gonna do a Redux episode on that for our cool. that episode kind of celebrated our five year on the for, for as a podcast. So that's what that poll is for. We get to that eventually after we finish season five and we do our wrap episode. Um, I got a whole schedule planned out until like November, so it's gonna be fun. But we'll get around to that. But let's get back to this episode. Where the fuck are we? Oh, we talked to Billy Porter. Who is like, ooh, interesting. Let's stare into my eyes. And they stare in each other's eyes. And then Billy Porter goes into Ethan Embry's body and is like flirting with the cop, which I thought was funny. <laughs> What's he call him? Am I the only one that that thought he wasn't wearing a corduroy suit? Who? You know, Keith said, um, you know, uh you, you know, where you know, I'm shocked you're wearing a corduroy suit, but it works on you, honey. Or something like that, and I'm like, it doesn't look corduroy to me. Who do you say that to? To the cop. The cop didn't look like he's to wearing Officer corduroy Van Peebles. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't remember that line. Yeah, like uh, when, um, when you know, because the cop is now talking to like the fifth person that Harry is now taking over. I guess. So he's like, so who are you now? You know, he's like, I'm yeah. Keith. I'm like, oh, okay, Keith. You know, and that's when he said when he sat down. I love that we, in that scene we don't see Billy. We don't cut away to see Billy Porter in the jogger's body. It just stays right there, 
and he flirts with them. They're talking. He's like, he's on my, just, I was at my shop on Cherry Street. And then it immediately goes, ah, he's like, no, not again. And it's a jogger again that you can tell they switch back. I like when there's a story told off screen. We don't have to, we don't have to see it. We understood what happened. Uh, so this episode gets everything right. Yeah. It's officially my favorite episode. I just, I just made my, made my mind. I, up right I, I now. was, I was waiting for it to, to suck. And it surprised me like refreshingly surprised me because there was a lot of cliches where I thought, Oh, here, they're going to do yeah. this. Like, Nope, they didn't do that. Yeah. Good, good on you episode. I feel like the writer did, I don't know, more than one draft, which is refreshing. <laughs> I feel like the writer gave a shit and yeah. thought, well, people actually like good storytelling. Let's just do that. Yeah. So it was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I feel like they took a script for a movie that would have been good from like the nineties. And they're like, Oh, let's just rework this. It's already well written. That's possible. Let's yeah, fix... I think a lot of, of episodes have maybe started off as movie scripts and then just kind of became an episode of something. And if, if it wasn't, if that's not the case, even better. Like, holy shit, someone on the staff wrote this episode and they got it down. They nailed it and everything looks good. It doesn't look like the other episodes, which is another plus. Every single episode of both season one and season two yeah, at this point dude. look the yeah. fucking same. They all have the... Why are you so close to the character's face? Like the beginning of Meet in the Middle, it's like, I'm like, get the fuck back. That, Everything's that, silver. I just graduated from film school look. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look at me. I'm being edgy. Wow. I mentioned this last week. Everything looks like silver and that cobalt, like blue. And everything looks the same and everything's shot the same. This episode was like, oh, shit. The camera backed up. The actors took their time. They weren't too slow. They weren't rushed. They they did what they had to do, and every scene felt like a progressive story. Every I wasn't confused. I didn't yeah. have to pause the button to see what the hell I missed or what's going on or if I missed something. Yeah, it, it wasn't the episode called Eight, which I almost dry heaved because <laughs> I was laughing so hard afterward. Oh god, that was that's going to be an interesting podcast. Oh boy, I laughed so hard I couldn't breathe when it ended. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's I'm like. I'm thinking, who's responsible? I want to hire you to embarrass yourself again in front of a public audience. <laughs> Apparently, the the writer who did this episode is also the writer doing a sequel to Candyman that comes out this year. Oh, oh Blumhouse's okay. Candyman. Well, that that you, you sparked my interest. Then I might take that that movie a little bit more seriously. Well, mm-hmm. it depends. If you have a story to tell, yeah. Well. Here's the catch. Jordan Peele's also writing the screenplay for it. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Uh, I mean. <laughs> no, Jordan Peele's a good writer. I know. Yeah. I, do, I do like him as a writer. It'd be interesting. Jordan Peele's a good writer. Uh, I think he needs to be involved more with The Twilight Zone. I think if he was involved more, it would be a better show. I think this you season... You think maybe he he's a little drama. intimidated by it? Fuck yeah. Wouldn't you be? I would. I would be totally intimidated to, to, to have that much responsibility. I, I mean... What happens if you're better than Sterling, which is almost physically impossible to ever? Uh, dude, I don't, this episode competes. I I 100 percent agree. Fucks. What? What? This episode fucks. Is that what you said? Yeah. It yeah, fucks. Just... This episode gets sucked. It fucks. It yeah. does everything. It pegs Frank. That it even gets married. Yeah. It's got 80 percent fuck rate. What more do you want out of an episode? <laughs> Look on Twitter. Well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. Oh, that was good. Hey, um, the wolf. The wolf. Brian, the wolf. That's all you had to say. Please just call me Bruce. Thank you for not dropping the M bomb there. <laughs> not happening. Or Winston. I'm sorry, Winston. 
there's a message in this episode, but it's not like some Twitter drama. It's 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 open to interpretation. I feel like. Would you say it's like you don't really get to know somebody till you walk around in their skin, somebody else's skin for a while? Like he, it, it literally takes him leaving his body to realize how much of an asshole he is. Yeah, but even then, he still doesn't realize it. He still won't. no. It takes him a little while, but by the end of it, I think he kind of finally starts to figure it out. It's like, oh, hey, no. maybe I, I can. Feel like, I feel like this is one of the rare ones where there really isn't much of a moral. It's just an interesting story. And Not necessarily, but also I was surprised that the bad guy and the guy doing all the bad stuff in the show gets away with it. He right. gets immortality, <laughs> his girlfriend back, and a better body. I feel yeah. like, I feel like a much more... bigger hog. And, a, and it gets his career. That's four huge things. Yeah. One of them yeah. is like 12 inches long. I feel like That's huge. If more, if more episodes adapted to the thought of we don't necessarily have to have a moral or a reason for this story, then we would get some better writing. Because we mean, don't have to hit political hot button mm, of the week. Yeah, well, you guys. And, and it's, that's evident in the original series, right? There, there's ninety percent of these episodes don't have some moral guidelines no, to them. They have moral guidelines. They yeah. don't have political guidelines. That Correct. too. That too. Fair enough. But I, even still, there's not one. there's not always some some tale to be told or some lesson to be learned. Go ahead, Frank. Sorry. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. So I'm sorry. I, I I just wanted to comment on you know the whole you know the message thing. Like I I picked up on two quotes, you know, throughout the uh, the episode that I was like, eh, I think you put it in there on purpose. You know, for everything that's going on. Huh? I don't remember them, so they must not have. No, yeah, they, they, yeah. they're very subtle. Very they subtle. flew under my nose this time, but which is fine. This is fine if you want to put politics in the show as long as it's just not. It was tasteful. It was yeah. tasteful. Yeah, it wasn't on the nose. We we, we had over the head with it. We had a whole episode last year about well, on our 2019 wrap up for season one, where I basically I said and and everyone thinks that the first <laughs> the the original <laughs> series. What is he doing? The I couldn't find my phone. So <laughs> the the original series is a morality play. Yeah, he would hide political stuff in there every once in a while it wasn't overbearing it was a episode and a little message contained in it uh, 2019 one was a message with a little story wrapped up in it yeah. and i did <laughs> i did an image to hang it on yeah. yeah and it's completely opposite but this season i don't think frank the last episode of last season blurry man is the reason that we're here now i think no. they just read all the i i, I said in a 2019 wrap-up they have to be looking at the IMDb ratings and the comments and going, oh, fuck. And let's and correct the ship course. And they did. I have another theory. What if these episodes were written and then somebody at the studio said, oh, no, 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 no. We have to be more more socially progressive. We have to hit more hot buttons. And they put those stories aside and then started doing the ones that we got in season one instead. So they make sure they let the audience know that we have an agenda to achieve. I don't think so. Um, no. Look. Okay. Well, look at a uh, Picard. Same studio. Ugh. That has a horrible message of be a racist. Yeah. It, it really does. Yeah. And how so? It it tells you flat out aliens or not aliens robots machines are the enemy, and then you think it's going to be like they have to overcome and they have to work with them, but no, it's just like fuck those robots. All our characters are super ro- racist against robots, and they never correct that so it's just like it's so weird and they're also racist yeah, against but, uh sorry what? yeah but their thought process is probably well robots don't have souls who gives a fuck about a robot that's not what star trek's about 
I know. I'm, I'm not saying Star Trek. I'm saying yeah. writer. But I'm just saying yeah. the moralities are all fucked. I don't. I don't think the show and uh, the producers are getting involved in that way. I think it's just the people who are actually making the show, like the writers. Jordan Peele was saying we got to do this because we're in the, in the current climate. Blah 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 blah. If we don't do this, people are going to say we're not paying attention to the world and blah blah blah. And they put way too much leverage into that, and yep. it took over the show. Which now we're seeing. They kind of said, "All right, let's push that aside. We did that. It didn't work. Somehow we got a season two. Let's go ahead and actually write sci-fi stories." They said it's our duty to socially reprogram these people. Is it working? No. <laughs> no, it sure as fuck isn't. We're talking about I mean, we're talking about Twilight Zone. It is in China. Oh, now we're talking about Twilight Zone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> My, my eyes just glazed over when you guys started talking about Jensen Star Jensen is loitering in Wonderland, thinking he's too good for this podcast. Yes. Accurate. <laughs> you, you tend to fade out, so I made that. Listen. You want to hear Adam's? I, I 100% agree with that, with that soundbite. You want to hear Adam's soundbite? Oh, yeah, please. Look at the screen for moving holes putting out words before your hole does so. There you go. What? Look at the screen for moving holes, putting out words before your hole oh, does so. Because I'm always interrupting everybody. That's <laughs> uh, good. Uh, anyway, so where are we with the episode? Let's. I, I don't want to go too long. Jansen, I told you to put a clock on me. We're about yeah, you got eight minutes. Yeah. No, we didn't start right at seven though. Um, well, according to my clock, you got eight minutes. Wrap it up, Domer. I am. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> we're we're getting there. So uh, the cop is talking to the the jogger who's now in Harry's body, and he's like, "I was in some weird mystic shop." And he goes, "Congratulations, you're now a human GPS." And they head out. I'm like, "Oh, this is cool. I love that <laughs> I line. line too. It's it funny, really but it's not stupid." And it they they head out, it and then for some fucking reason, it takes them like twelve to thirteen hours to get to Cherry Street <laughs> because it, they head out, and then way fucking later, Harry has enough time to. Go inside, get kicked out of the curio shop, missing yeah. his money bag. Call the cops, talk to them about stolen property. They freak the fuck out. They're way too suspicious. They get a radio call and they're like, "Were you at the Starbucks on Blank Plant?" He's like, "Yes, no. What's your name? I don't know." He has time to switch bodies with Sex Pistols guy, the girl across the street, the old man across the street, because he saw he happened to look up and see a blue teddy bear in a window through the skylight in the in the curio shop or the Mystic shop, whatever the fuck you call that. And then he. As an old man goes up, talks to his neighbors, he's just like getting setting his bags down, getting his keys, and they're like, "You're acting weird, Mister Blank Blank Blank." And I'm like, "He's just getting his fucking keys. How's that acting weird? Does that guy come in like do a whole fucking Nazi salute, and he just didn't do it this time? What is this guy up to? That the, acting normal is his suspicious behavior." I mean, he didn't touch the boy when he saw him. I guess <laughs> yeah. I don't know he didn't follow my son. Are you okay? Typical nosy neighbors. You're not acting very Nambla today. <laughs> but he, uh, he talks to the mom. He tries to trade bodies with the mom because he sees the blue teddy bear in the kid's hand. He tries to do it, but she has glasses, and they do a cool shot where you see the lens flare going off. Uh, yeah, I thought so that was pretty She can't. That's all you needed. This episode does everything right. And I saw that, and I go, oh, he can't do it because of the glasses. So he looks at the kid, and he trades with the kid. And it, it worked. And he goes upstairs and he hears a two seconds of his nighttime story. And he's like, shut the fuck up, mom. I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> She's like, are you all right? He's like, I want to jerk off and go to sleep. What the fuck the problem? And then yeah, she. I... No, go ahead. I, I I still don't understand how the kid repelled in 
through the skylight <laughs> into the room. That's where we're getting to. He it's goes funny to, how he did it, though. He goes to sleep with, like, how do you sleep with, the, like, random fucking lights going around your bedroom? I, I would be like, oh, God, I feel like I'm getting abducted. Not by the neighbor, by the aliens. It's just one light with this thing. No, it is spinning constantly across his bed. I'm a light, light fucking sleeper. Frank, do you have a light like that? No. Do you have stars in your ceiling? Glow-in-the-dark stars? (laughs) Do you have a lava lamp? I would, but Missy wouldn't let me put them up. Because she doesn't want to fuck a six-year-old? Well, I have planets, too. Of course you do. That's why I asked. I didn't ask Jansen or Adam. I asked you. I moved into this house. Every room in the entire house was covered in -in glow-in-the-dark sticker stars. Were they really? Every single fucking room. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Did did a bunch of six-year-olds on top of each other in a trench coat own that house? (laughs) What the fuck happened? Yes. Do you have the address of this house? Listen, it's probably Frank's house. Well, yeah. Frank, can you hear this? (laughs) <laughs> that'd be funny that'd be a twilight zone coincidence if you could reach through the wall and hand him a beer yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. like portal here here you go jance <laughs> i wish you had a mountain dew right now jansen that'd be amazing oh, i know Frank. we should totally do that one time wait 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 oh wait wait, wait. me and me that did that we did that yeah we should all get a mountain dew next week and pass it around randomly when we did our uh when we did our room episode we talked each other football he had a football. I had football. We were back and forth with it. So, nice. Yeah. Give, me that, give me that do, Frank. But yes, Frank, here you, go. you guys go ahead and do your physical comedy. Uh, we're going to talk about what Frank was mentioning. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> the uh, the kid goes to, or you know tells his mom he's going to sleep, and then he looks because his his room is overlooking the curio shop, mm-hmm. and he gets. His two bed sheets tied together, which are a total of 130 feet long, <laughs> climbs down in his tiny six, seven-year-old body. With a little, with a little fat, pudgy, cute yeah. little fingers. And then scales the side of the building like he's in Mission Impossible. Apparently goes, and gets it. Was it any less believable when they lowered Indiana Jones into the well of souls with Nazi flags? (laughs) Wait, yeah, that's how they brought him out of the well of souls because he lost the rope. So it's like they had all these Nazi flags tied together. They had to save him somehow. Yeah. But so not only did he have to go from the building down to the curio shop roof, which had a big skylight, but then he had to be like, and then like, whip it off his bedroom window and then take it over back over there. Go from the window, the the skylight, down to the shop. And they don't show any of this. They just show like a little kid in pajamas. This like, little yeah. Doogie Hauser MacGyver Mission yeah. Impossible. Hey, MacGyver. Jansen, these things are totally possible if you have your Spider-Man pajamas on. Did he, he might have. He does a backflip. One of the two. It would have been funnier if he just went out the window and then just fell to his death. Yeah, I would. Jordan Peele comes over and ass down there. The tale of today. I don't know, man. Uh, and I mean, I mean, you know, the whole knot where it'll hold all your body weight and everything. All you gotta do is, and it goes. <laughs> like, like I would love to tie a knot like that. That'd be so badass. I wouldn't trust. I think it would have been funnier if they like kind of put it in there, like, "Oh, well, kids are resilient. He should just jump off and fall into the glass <laughs> and be fine." <laughs> he goes all crash test dummy. 
Yeah, yeah. and oh, right cool. before he, he <laughs> hits the ground and goes splat, he looks at the detective. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's me. Yeah, just splat. Both of them, Ethan Embry as the kid, and then the kid as Ethan Embry are like, hey. Did you laugh as hard as I did when Ethan Embry started squealing like a kid that was just freaking out by being in a man's body in the car? He's like, (laughs) (laughs) I laughed so hard because the cop starts going, ah, ah. All right, I'll buy you some ice cream. You like ice cream? Yeah, me too. It reminded me of Raising Arizona when uh, John Goodman and William Forsythe are in there yelling about the baby. (laughs) (laughs) God, that movie's fucking funny. Um, a movie's so good, I had to review it for Nick Cage cast, and I couldn't do it, so I created a new character to do it, <laughs> which is the icon you're seeing on the posters for this. I don't really have an eye patch and a big scar. Um, yeah. I was say, like, uh, you, know, you look healthy. You know, I named look- him Tucson East. Tucson East. You got to get creative, you know? When it, or, gotta get creative. What am I gonna say about raising Arizona? What, what am I gonna is bitch he gonna about? Say? It? What am I gonna bitch about raising Arizona? Like, oh, the fucking scene that was hilarious that I loved and have always loved. And that's the end of the episode. I've run into that with movie reviews. I'm like, how do I make this funny? I like this movie. How do I shit on a movie that I like? Yeah, it's hard to do. It really is. This is why this is the first episode of the show. We're actually going through scene by scene. We didn't do that in the previous two. We're doing it now because we have to. Because there's, I'm not gonna shit in the episode. Uh, no, but can't. he he gets down in the in the curio shop. I keep calling it that, but that's not what it is. But I'm already on the track, so let's just keep going. Gets down there. The cop suddenly appeared after his 15 hour pilgrimage from the fucking cop shop down to this shop, and he's like has a flashlight and he's with Ethan Embry, who's now a seven year old. He's like, hey, come on, do the right thing. Get in the, get inside that kid. Get inside that kid right to me, and he's. He's like, I'm not my next door neighbor. And and then he's like, do the right thing. Switch bodies. Give this kid his life back. You know, go to five years max. That's all you'll do. And then yeah. he's what like. What he's really saying is I'll put you away forever. So yeah. I get that. <laughs> it's like five years max for fucking body snatching. <laughs> no, just, yeah. just uh, bank robbery. Attempted bank robbery without a weapon. Whatever will stick to get him out of, you know. Out of the house. Yeah. He can go, you know, balls deep in his, in his, in his girl. I like to see the judge read that off. Like, you're sentenced to a maximum of however long it takes for that cop to impregnate your girlfriend and get married. And then you're free because well, you're not going to compete with him. Um, and that's his sentence. Uh, you know, like, do you think she was hot? Like, 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 what, like, what would she be on the Clydesdale scale? Three. Yeah, I would say three. Yeah. She looked like... That one woman who got caught for not being black. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. You're yes, talking about the, she she the looked N- like her. NCAAP. Or, yeah, the NCAAP. Ah, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, she got caught for pretending to be black. The, yeah, she looked like her. Or I'm like NAACP. Sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm at 25% today. That's all right. The, uh, he, he, and the, at this point, it was very predictable what was going to happen. I was like, he's going to trade into the cop because look at that fucking guy. And he, he, he's like, looks at the kid and he looks back at the cop and then he goes into his body. And then they have like a whole standoff where the, the cop has the gun. He's like, you're going to serve my five years, bitch. And he's like, no, bitch, no, I'm not, bitch. And then they, he, he pulls the gun away from him. And then so Ethan Embry has the gun pointing the cop at the, pointing a gun at the cop. So then the other cops burst in and then we cut outside and we just see 
And apparently that didn't trade back. He just stuck in his body. So the cop died. That's what he gets for fucking that guy's girlfriend. So. I don't know. Crime doesn't pay. Crime does pay. He actually starts getting parts. and (laughs) Because then it cuts to... He goes over and he's gonna. T- he's thinking as Ethan Embry, as as Harry. He goes over to talk to his girlfriend and like, uh, my my Harry's dead, like the body of Harry. So I have to do it with this body. Which, thank God, I won the fucking body lottery here. I'm, I want to fuck that cop. Did I make that clear yet? But he goes into the apartment and she's like, "Hey," and he's like, "Hey," and she invites him in immediately. And he's like, "Okay," and he steps in, and. Uh, and Jansen just looked. Apparently, it's lit by candlelight, which is a good continuation. It's not, it's, it's not candlelight. It's daylight. Oh, it's daylight. That's right. You said that. Um, so he waited the next day, I guess. So I guess he did sleep on the fucking... He must have stayed there overnight doing the paperwork, right? Um, yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, anything that happens, you have to do paperwork. Yeah, but what would he do for paperwork? He's not a cop. Um, <laughs> I mean, fake Crossword puzzles. Dude died. Self-explanatory. What happened? Well, I think he quit right there because then he goes in auditions. But he goes to the girlfriend's place. He goes inside, and she's like, "Stop fucking around!" Huh? And he's like, "I'm a cop." And then she says, "Stop fucking around." They start making out, and she realizes he realizes, "Oh, my girlfriend's cheating on me." But here's where we get tricky because Jordan Peele comes in after his audition, which he fucking nails. He gets that part that Ethan Embry wanted. He nails it. He gets the part, and he's like, "I like to live in their skin," you know. I'm just being me. <laughs> And um, I like the woman live in women's skin, too, but that's a different story. But he gets – Jordan Peele comes out and he goes, he found another way to get the role he wanted or some some bullshit. I'm sure you have his clip, right, Frank? I sure do. Okay, go ahead and gear that up. The point is he gets a promotion. He gets the, the role he wanted. He gets to keep his girlfriend. He gets that body. He gets – I don't know if he got the money. Maybe. We don't find out. Um, I don't think he gets the money because I, I think he realized he doesn't need it. He, he can start making things work. But we it, don't know. You know. So he maybe he does. So he ended up with money anyway. I'll throw well, it, I'll throw it up. And then he sure uh, the, the Keith has it. Yeah. With the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Keith, yeah, maybe Keith is out of the out <laughs> of the scam artist tarot card reading business. I like that yeah. ending better, where Keith gets the money and he's just like yeah. doing whatever the fuck. Who it could be. Eight grand. We don't know how much just, money it just is. Just retires in Boca <laughs> Raton, you know. Enough yeah. of your Florida yeah. bullshit, Adam. Okay. And, and, and he meets a nice <laughs> Boca Raton is not Florida. Damn it. Boca Raton's Florida. Yes, it is. It's, is it? It's a okay. shithole. Boca Raton, count. Florida. <laughs> you know what that count. that means? Rat mouth, Florida. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. People go there when they retire. Shithole. Shithole state, yeah. shithole oh, city. Florida, <laughs> yeah. Do you have something against Florida, Phoenix? I do. I moved there for a couple months and I fucking hated it. Anyway, Frank, mm. play his like outro. Amount of time to come up with a opinion. I moved to Miami <laughs> and it rained. I was there sixty days. It rained like fifty-seven. It, yeah, it, but like probably for only what, like a half hour every no. day. No, all the time. And I, I moved there with my skateboard. I was all excited. I'm like, it's all warm. And I'm like, I never get to skateboard. It's constantly oh. wet everywhere. And you know it's Florida. Yeah, Florida sucks. Yeah. You want to play this clip? We can stop ragging on Florida. Florida's had enough. I mean... Yeah, play this fucking clip! They got people God. in the news all the time. 
work. It's like you're really inhabiting these characters. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I like to let the characters live inside my skin. I think of it like slipping on a bathrobe. Well, I'd like you to audition for Steve, the lead role. Your performance truly will be. Myself. Harry Pine took a dangerous risk, one that cost him his body and his soul. But in a way, he caught the big break he was waiting for. For better or worse, he'll have plenty of time to practice for his performance. If you're looking for Harry Pine, you'll find him starring in the role of a lifetime on a show that will run forever. Here. He really does a Rod impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. He, he, I mean, he, I, can you imagine him not, though? Like, I mean. I think it started off with the cadence of Rod, which is fine. That's what he needs sure. to do. But now it's turned into a full Rod impression. I mean, he's pausing long like Rod would. I mean, the pauses are there. Even the way he looks. I wish he had a vape in. No, remember those candy cigarettes? Remember the candy cigarettes where you would puff and it'd be like, Poof. yeah, that's what he needs. Well, I think he, I think him doing doing it like Rod is is good. I, I think if he did it any other way, it wouldn't. I think that's him giving in the show a little bit of not not oh, flair, but like respect, accuracy. He's going yeah. for Twilight Zone. He's not just there Homage. to be, yeah. He he kind of has to, but also I wish he would do like in the in Blurry Man. I really enjoy what they did there with with him. I thought that was interesting. It was I've never seen that before. Rod did that one fucking time on his first on screen appearance of the show, in the last episode of season one, a world of his own. He shows up, has fun with it, and he's part of the story. But Blurry Man, he was fully in there and played like a dick version of himself. It was I don't know. I like that. That shit's fun. And it wasn't very Rod-like. And he did his own thing. I, I kind of wish he would do more of that. But I'm not going to complain too much. Mm. So let's wrap up, guys. Um, ratings. Ratings. Oh, first I got, before we do ratings, Greg did send us a message. Where is it? Oh, Greg. Oh, oh muffin. Greg. By the way, while he's looking for the Greg message, you can vote for this episode on www.raiderslostflicks.com slash LIW Studios. There are two scales for each episode. You can vote and we'll rate it online. There you go. Oh, what, what's the uh, what's this episode at? Let's see where we're at. We are at... This is the... Official. Okay, we got one for eight, one for nine, and one for ten. Interesting. So high. Hi. Very high. So Greg says, uh, um, episode three, season two. Uh, Greg, do the season first. It's very confusing for me to look through this. Do the season first, then episode. Stop yelling at our listener, Phoenix. I'm letting him know how to make it easier for us to read. (laughs) That's what he's worried about, is making it easier for you, you fuck. I know, for real. (laughs) Nobody does episode first. It's weird. It's like when you look at European dates and they have the date and then the month. You're like, anyway. So this isn't this isn't things that'll burn in hell. This is this is <laughs> Greg really yeah, Craig really piss him off and from now on and it's all Roman numerals. <laughs> I can read that, but 
So he wrote. We're just going to make it fucking wingdings next time. Figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you don't get your shit read. He says, uh, bat symbol, uh, fork. Uh, That's how I'd read it. So he wrote, uh, this is the best episode in this 2019 reboot so far. This had the vibes of Four of Us Are Dying in Salvador Ross with a detective thriller in it. Everything made sense in, like, episode one, season two. It kept you wondering what's going to happen. Nine out of ten or A. I think he means A, and then it says add more of this. But there's a there's a hyphen, so I don't know if that's A or A minus. I think that just means A. Probably and then, minus, then yeah. I think it's A and then hyphen also add more, you know, do more shows like this. Um, nine out of ten would not be an A minus, but yeah, I agree, Greg. I was gonna bring that up, but you brought it up here, so I thought I'd do it now. It's very four of us are dying. That's the heavy impression I was getting during the episode, because in that yeah. one he can trade faces and and bodies, and um, I thought that's where it was gonna go. Like, oh, and this has a completely different ending where he gets away with it, and he gets his life is severely better because of the shitty things he's done. <laughs> Yeah. And I like that. I did not expect that. I thought he was exactly. going to be punished by the end. Yeah. It doesn't all have to be the same fucking style of writing. It doesn't have to be this guy did this bad thing, therefore he deserves this. It doesn't all, like, sometimes, yeah, that works for certain stories. But this one, I was like, holy shit, he got away with it. And he's, he's I was waiting the for it. It's like, okay, he's going to die in the cop's body. A safe is going to fall on his head or some shit like that. <laughs> and it didn't happen. <laughs> He walks in front of a bus like a character in you our know, next episode. Final destination bullshit, you know. Yeah. That was a plane. <laughs> it was a plane. It was trucks. It was a roller coaster. It a was shower. It, it was lots He goes of on vacation in the exact same plane from Nightmare at 30,000 feet and fucking <laughs> crashes on his face, you know. Wouldn't that be cool if you look in the background of 30,000 feet and you see Ethan Embry with that big beard? That'd be a cool <laughs> yeah. little... I mean, it'd have to be the cop, I guess, but... Because you, you've seen the plane, like the little model plane in episodes, like they practically stick it right in your face. Like, yeah. this is a callback. Although, an episode earlier. <laughs> although, and I mean, I and I would like, I mean, I don't, I don't think we properly introduced our guest, Ethan Embry, on the show tonight. You know, thank you for coming on, Ethan. Bitch, are you. Come on, Jansen looks just like <laughs> with the beard, you know. He's just got a beard. He's just a guy with a beard. Jansen, if 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 you could find a scarf and just that'd be great. <laughs> uh, I, I just realized that I was soon. <laughs> you gotta stop muting yourself, man. Listen, dude, I do it because I don't want you to hear the vape. I'm trying to be courteous, but Jesus Christ. Also, I look like him. Also, I'm balding like him. Also, <laughs> I don't own a scarf because I'm a man. <laughs> and you, li- you don't own a scarf because you live in Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, I was going to say, or it's because you live in the desert. Maybe. The only reason I own a scarf in this state is to hang myself with because it's still fucking hot. <laughs> that would be the only reason. Well, you did move to the bowels of hell. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, I gave the episode a nine. I was the one that voted nine in there. What about you guys? I gave it a ten. This I feel like this one earned it, and it almost makes you mad because it's like you know people can write good stuff even today in today's time. So often do they choose not to? Like it's like they sacrifice the writing for the message. You can have both. This is proof. Yeah. I, I wish yeah. because exactly what you just said, Adam. 
you realize how good they could write. So when you watch episodes like eight, I, I just want <laughs> it made me laugh so patience, fucking hard. Patience, Phoenix. We'll get there. It's not we'll till next there. week. I, I can't wait. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. That, that might almost have to be a whole episode by itself. Um. <sighs> Yeah, Jansen rating out of 10? Uh, I gave it an 8 on there. I was going between 8 and 9. I landed at 8. I think that it had all the right stuff. There was definitely some polish that could have been implied in areas, but it was. I think it was a solid episode. Frank? I, I definitely gave it a 9.176. <laughs> Fucking fuck. <laughs> Why did I knew that was going to happen? <laughs> no, definitely a solid 9. Solid nine. I'm Four actually debating points. giving it a 10. Uh, I, I'm I mean, on the fence. I mean, I, I mean, a ten is is a is a coveted number. I, I don't think I've ever given anything but a ten, except for Shadowplay. No, I get I give episodes where I'm like, that was great. TV show episodes are a bit different than movies. Movies like a ten has got to be like one of my favorite movies, but episodes of TV show a little bit different. Yeah. Um they're yeah. skewed up a couple stars. Like our next yeah, I mean, episode. You know, like if this, like if season one and season two were just like this and as good, it probably wouldn't be as high. But because we've been just swimming through so much shit to get here, you yeah. know, you know, yeah. dry, dry land feels so good right now. Yes, Maybe that's exactly. why I wasn't as heavily impacted by Nightmare at thirty thousand feet because I saw this first and then saw that. I'm like, well, that's okay, but not nearly as good as this. I want more of this. You know, and there was not hardly any of that in season one. So <laughs> season one is four good episodes. <sighs> Two for me. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, like, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I just want to say like so far um, the episode where I guess was the was it the first episode? Yeah. Uh, episode one, you know, uh, episode one, season two and episode three, season two. <laughs> <laughs> the new one. <laughs> you see, Phoenix. <things. laughs> but yeah, so far, like those two have been like very, very Twilight Zone-ish. You know what I mean? Like it's like, see, I knew he could do it. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. I had to do it too. I'm sorry. Saying the episode first makes me go episode two. Okay, great. I have no idea where we're at. Oh, season four. Now I can like. Uh, I'm already behind on where we're at. Now I have to remember the first number. You know what, no. my wife? You know what I do when my wife starts whining like you do? I go, "Wait, I'm Kelly. I'm a little baby. That's what I'm gonna start doing to you. Wait, I'm Phoenix. I'm a little baby. That's fine. Do what you gotta do." Wee wee wee! Grammar police is just pulled up. <laughs> you don't talk about Grant. Got him. Is, is he going to talk about Grammar Police, like his comment on my YouTube page that made no fucking sense and he had no backup for it? I don't remember what I said. Exactly. It was nonsense. What do you mean on, on your YouTube page? What I sent mean? it in the chat earlier. I was like, what the fuck does this mean? You're like, I don't even know. I'm like, cool, thanks, man. <laughs> anyway. What? Like what I said in the DM or did I, did I post it? On YouTube. Something? I already said it. I didn't know what you are talking about. Because I wrote a whole long paragraph, like like I I wrote a novel, and then you're like, yeah, and I don't know what part you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about our personal chat anymore. <laughs> let's Sorry. let's uh let's get out of here because unfortunately, 
Next time on the show, we have to talk about Ovation. Um, but let's do our plugs first. Let's, um, here we go. Plug time. Jensen wishes to plug, apparently, reddragonsradio.com. Adam wishes to plug, raidersoftheLostFlix.com and on YouTube for movie reviews and pop culture discussions. Frank wishes to get plugged in a holiday and for hours and hours, oh, and also in the Sports Car Podcast, Way Off Topic Radio Podcast. Phoenix wishes to plug, LIWstudios.com for all of our videos and podcasts from Loitering in Wonderland. Send us your 2019 Twilight Zone Season 2 thoughts in writing or audio to loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com. Or tweet us at LIWTZReview. We will read and or play them on the podcast next time. Until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. Joined by Frank Links, Adam Wilcox, and Jansen Carlin. So long citizens. Shut off the fucking podcast now.